0: My name is Michael Bosey. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. Really happy you can join me today, especially because I'm in the middle of a series that's about podcasting, uh, a topic that's near and dear to my heart uh, since I've been doing this, what, since 2015, um, and really enjoy it. And, you know, I've discovered it recently as a good strategy for authors, too, to sort of run a virtual book group or rolling book tour, if you will. Really important in the age of of this pandemic where we can't meet in person. So, all right. Last episode, I talked about the show itself, like what you were going to do, what the content was going to be and what the format would look like. But now let's get into a little bit more of the technical aspect, which is how to get this stuff into the digital world. And so... Two things about that. We want to talk about a website and an audio host. Let's start with the audio host because we really do need to have a specific service to be able to host audio files, which are generally larger um, than you know image files uh, or other things that we might put on a standard WordPress site. All right, let's start there. Okay, what I mean by audio host... Is this is the place where the audio file that you produce lives so that podcast players and apps can access it. It's really that simple. And you should expect to pay somewhere between about five to fifteen dollars a month for a basic podcast. If you're doing something once a week, twice a week, you, you probably, depending on the length of, of your episodes, um, that's about where you can expect to be money-wise on this. Though there are many free options for hosting as well. Most people use a service called Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. I have links to any and all of these uh, in a, uh, on a on a page on my site. I left a link in the show notes for you. It's controlmousemedia.com slash podcasting hyphen equipment. Uh, Where I list all my recommendations, but link in the show notes to make it easy for you so you don't have to remember that link. Uh, Libsyn generally costs around $15 a month, um, and it's by far the most popular. For all the folks who I've trained how to do this, most of them are using Libsyn. Then there's another service called Blueberry, probably the second most popular. Um, but an, another couple that I like are simple cast. I have a client who uses this, it's really, really great and very, very easy to use. And uh, I mentioned this in the last episode, but Anchor is uh is a free service. I've used it uh for a couple different iterations of a podcast. Plus uh some of my students in the course that I teach at Emerson College, they've used this uh to produce podcasts, and it works really great. Uh there are dozens of other services. These are the ones that I would focus on, though. All right, next up, let's talk about a website. Now, look, uh, many of the services that I mentioned, uh, especially something like Simplecast, you could get by with just that as a homepage for your show. But we really, really want to have this podcast on our website, too. And there are two big reasons for this. One Your website, your author website, is your hub. It is, in effect, your portfolio, right? So we want people to be coming there all the time, whether it's to buy your books, whether it's to find out more about you, to get your press kit, uh, media appearances. You want everything to be there, and and your podcast is no exception, But number two, sort of a hidden benefit is this is also really good for SEO, which is search engine optimization. So for instance, if you're going to publish 50 to 100, maybe 150 episodes of a podcast, uh, each one of those is going to be a piece of content that you publish on your site. And the more that you publish and the more frequently that you do, the more likely it is that Google will send search traffic there. And why not get help from one of the largest companies in the world? Uh, so this is a nice added benefit. Now I have a, a whole series on this, um, about SEO, uh, I left a link in the show notes for you, uh, if, if, you're new to this topic, but both of these things, you know, your author website as a hub and SEO. They're both good for you and your book or books where you're accumulating attention and accumulating authority for the digital representation of you. All right. So how do we do this? First, this is just a section on your blog, right? So uh, you have the audio file, your podcast episode, hosted uh, with your audio host. And on your blog, you just create a post, market, category, podcast, and then you embed the file from Libsyn or Blueberry or Simplecast or whatever, uh, embed it in your post. All the audio hosts have the ability to do this. They make it super, super easy to do. Then you simply add some show notes, right? A description of the episode, maybe two or three lines. You want to put your discussion questions right in there. And of course, any links that you mentioned, just like I do in this podcast, is, um, you know, put the links in there uh, so that's real easy for people to uh, to click through and they don't have to, you know, type in links. Um, Much like what you would do with a blog, you have uh, an excerpt with a brief summary uh, for the podcast feed that's probably about 165 characters or so, and then you publish once or twice a week. Now, while this may seem like you're blogging, I really have to get into something that's super, super important because it's a huge difference between blogging and podcasting, and that is the launch. (music) The launch is very, very different in podcasting. With a blog, you can just start writing, publish, you know, do it regularly. All that stuff is really good. With a podcast, I'll cut right to it. You need to have 18 to 25 episodes ready to go so that you can launch them rapid fire over an 8 to 10 week period. Why do we do this? Because you get help from Apple once. Once. And that's at the beginning of your podcast. Uh, If you're lucky, you can get into the new and noteworthy category. And most new podcasts, this will happen. And when that happens, Apple's going to put you to the top of the list in this category, and they're going to make recommendations uh, for your podcast. This is the only time they're going to help you, right? So after this eight to 10 week period, you're on your own. And I learned this the hard way with mine. When I started this podcast in July, 2015, I started off, you know, like a blog. I just started publishing episodes once a week. I've stuck with it regularly. All that's great, but I didn't get that initial boost. All the listeners that I earned, I had to do this organically one at a time. And I really wish I had done it um, in this way that I'm describing now. So now when I work with clients, this is a requirement. I want to see 18 episodes at minimum. I'm happier with 25 or so. And then I want to do two to three episodes per week, just hammering the iTunes feed so that we can gain some momentum and gain a lot of new listeners up front. You just won't get the chance to do this again. And it's really a shame to miss out on this opportunity. Now I got a whole episode on this. I left a link in the show notes. Once I got to 50 episodes, I thought it was worth sharing this secret. And, um, so I left a link in the show notes for you so you can, uh, so you can have a listen to that episode as well and get the launch, right? Uh, really important. All right. I think I'll stop there. And, you know, in the next episode, I want to talk about promotion, um, what syndication means, and how to do the whole email and social thing in promoting a podcast, since this thing lives in a different area um, than just a blog would. It functions a little bit differently, and we want to take advantage of that. All right. If you got any questions, please hit me up on Twitter. Leave a note in the comments section. Uh would love to hear from you if you're considering this strategy or if you're trying it out. Great. Um, but until the next episode, happy podcasting.